Hi guys, it's Auntie Nicole. Welcome to Keepreneurs in Action, our podcast about kids in business. On this podcast, we will speak with two fantastic 12-year-old kidpreneurs who will tell us about their fundraising projects and doing business for a good cause. And I, guys, I'm Auntie Avril, or featured kidpreneurs this evening is Zaria Bins and Traquan Akon, both from Montego Bay, Jamaica. They were the head boy and head girls at John Rawlings Success Primary School last year. And in order for the school to get much needed COVID-19 supplies, they both created small businesses to help raise money. They both set individual targets of 100,000 Jamaican dollars, which is approximately the equivalent of about US $700. And not only did they meet the targets, they both exceeded those targets. What an awesome achievement. Zaria and Traquan, welcome to Keeppreneurs in Action. We are so happy to have you both here with us to share your entrepreneurial journey with our listeners. So, Zaria Bins, former head girl of John Rawlings Success Primary School, we're so happy to have you. We're dying to hear about these fundraising initiatives that you collaborated with the deputy head boy on, um, Trequan Akon. And we just want to know, like, Zaria, tell us, how did it all get started? Okay, I'm really thrilled to be here. It all started when I got the position for head girl. And as head girl, it was my duty to um, react with the school and other members of the executive body. So one night I was just with my family deciding on what we could do to enhance the school, make it safe and secure for other students. So we came up with various ideas to earn money to buy products which we could have for students and future commerce to John Rollins of this primary. And this is all around COVID-19, right? This is when the pandemic started and you're trying to find, find different ways to buy supplies for the school. So I saw that you you guys ended up trying you guys end up buying sanitizers and garbage bins with pedals what other what other things did you raise money for we also bought football bulbs for the sinks and the money that was left over after the project which is thirty thousand dollars we used it to accommodate students who were not able to pay school fees that is wonderful. So not only were you able to achieve your goal, but you actually extended that objective and started including and helping parents who were having who were struggling to pay school fees. That's wonderful. So tell us the type of things that you decided you're going to sell. So the school has come into a problem with getting COVID-19 supplies. You and Traquan came up with the idea of starting these little small businesses. What did you actually sell? Okay, so with the help of my family, basically, yes, obviously. family, of course, we had help with the ingredients and the making of it, and family and friends. Um, we made some items such as banana bread, the potato pudding, and natural juices. And with the help of one of my family members who has an occupation in dressmaking, she offered to help us with selling masks as well. The help of members of the executive body. 
um, they offer to help us build tag drives as well. Awesome. All right, so Zaria, I see here that the Bins Family Punch was a big success. Tell us about the Bins Family Punch now. Okay, so it's a mix of this peanut punch. That's what it was, but we gave it our own name. <laughs> oh, um, wow. It was, first, <laughs> it was one of the first drinks that we decided to make with the help of my mother. And that became quite popular. Yes, miss. I even made a logo for it as well. Okay. I was in, I was in charge of making the logos, which I did for each and every one of them. Okay, yes, I saw some logos on your Instagram page. So tell us, what, what is your actual Instagram handle? It's bins underscore family underscore project. This underscore family underscore project. Yes, and I saw the banana bread logo. Did you make that? Yes, I did as well. Awesome. So awesome. tell us about tell us about making logos. How how did how did that start? Did you do some YouTube tutorials? How did you actually learn? Well, because we're online and we have to use the online sites to make our group assignments assignments and stuff like that so right. i took my mother's phone and searched on we searched for logo making and just got on it and tried to make something and then started creating more for each and every product awesome awesome so out of all of the products that you sold what was the most successful The most successful has to be the banana bread. <laughs> the banana bread. So were they flavored banana breads or just one one general Jamaican banana bread? Or were you adding stuff to it like walnuts or, or chocolate chips or caramel or anything? Or was it just regular banana bread? No, it was just regular banana bread, but it was my mom's special one. Right, so I can imagine nice and moist, wonderful. Okay, so in addition, I see that you did a tag drive. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we had to buy colored paper and a lot of ink because we had to print over a hundred. Mm -hmm. So we had to cut them out and then we distributed to each and every member of the executive body to sell. They also helped the selling of the tag drives and we had meetings at school as well during the COVID-19 pandemic. So we all had to keep our precautions from each other. Awesome. And when we come back to school, we, we just handed in the money so we could just put towards the project. Wonderful. So is this something now that you're moved out, you're moving out to high school, is it something that you're going to hand over to the next um, head girl? Yes, that's what I was hoping for because I think I made a difference yes. um, and inspiration towards all the other students at John Rollins and for the future head girl. There's so of ideas and inspiration just as I had. Auntie Avril. Yeah, there, this particular story, you know it's going to move me, Nicole, because of <laughs> the EORO Foundation that I founded and I, I, I find it... Um, I mean, it's really commendable that, you know, children can really think of these things from ideation to putting it into to work and to practice. And I'm really, really proud, 
you know, of what uh, Zara did. But yeah, we'd love to hear from Traquan too to see, you know, how he assisted with this drive. Traquan, are you ready for us? Yes. All right, Anthony Cole. Alrighty. So Traquan, we heard from Zaria about the initiatives that she put together to raise funds for the school and for the COVID-19 supplies. We want to hear from you now. How did you get involved and how did your family help? Well, uh, I saw that the school was having uh, problems with online. So I, I wanted to help as much as to put towards uh, the school going back to face-to-face. So what I wanted to do was to raise money so we could buy uh, pedal beans and automatic sanitizer dispensers for the school to help go back to face-to-face. And what were the projects that you did to raise money? So I did a yard sale to raise sufficient funds. And uh, the things I saw on yard sale were new and used footwear, like shoes, sandals, and sneakers. We also sell the new and used clothing, like pants, new shirts, mariners, food items, and like pancake butter. We also sold uh, like items to help with COVID, like masks and sanitizers. And I see some um, green green groceries from your from your stepfather, rather from your stepfather's farm. Yes, we also sold like toothbrushes, rubbing alcohols, and gloves. Um, the green green groceries we sold were plantains. Green bananas, pineapples uh, from uh, my stepfather's farm. Awesome, awesome. So t- tell us, how did the yard sale go? Was it well received? Yes. Um, I figured that since a lot of people were going to buy like clothing and stuff like that in December, I did it in December to get as much as possible. So the actual amount I received from that was $210,000 from the yard sale. Fantastic. And that was the first one because there's a second one that was in June, right? Yes, July, actually. July, okay. So this is something that you can continue maybe twice a year to raise funds and continue to help John Rowling Success Primary, even though you guys have now graduated and are now moving on to high school. This is a way that you can continue to help to contribute. Yes. So how, how did it make you feel overall? It made me feel happy because a lot of people were coming together to help the school and buy a lot of items to support. And and what about your family? What did they say? They, they also helped me to do the entire thing and supported me. 
Wonderful, wonderful. And to Nicole, I see that you, oh, <clears throat> sorry, sorry, Auntie, go ahead. And to Nicole, I, I really, really particularly love um what Traquan said in his bio when he said, I believe if a child has the right resources and a good environment, they will be able to accomplish the slogan, every child can learn, every child must learn. And I really want to know if that is what drove him to do what he did. Is that what drove you um, to do all that you did to support the school, Traquan? Yes, yes. And I also wanted to help out the school for helping me for all these years. Wanted to give back. Oh, that's wonderful. It's always so good to give back. And you, you just come with such a good feeling. And at the same time, it just builds your confidence. So you have an understanding of where it's in another situation like this when you move on to another school or you know maybe when you're even a little old at university you know how you can do things you can start small businesses you can do projects to help fundraise and help others that's so wonderful i also see Chakran, that there's something else that you do that you haven't mentioned yet your fundraising raffle yes yes i was doing a raffle ticket fundraising so the prizes from the raffle tickets were a seven-inch RC tablet and a five hundred dollar phone credit for the second prize. A lot of people bought the tickets and uh, they sponsored it. So, as I said, my family also supported me. So my mother, she took some of the tickets and uh, the flyers that we made together and uh, distributed it to her workplace. And uh, mm -hmm. a lot of contributions and donations from the raffle tickets. So pertaining to that, we, uh, we, we had nine uh, we have had lots of contributions and donations. Awesome. And I see here you did a virtual flyer. So you made that with your mom? Yes. yes. Wonderful. Out in the community to distribute them physically as well. Wonderful. And another type of marketing you did was you sent information the flyer and other information to the pta whatsapp group that's such a great way to get the information out there and to do your promotion yes, yes. so that helped as well as and word of mouth right yes, yes awesome so from the raffle how much did you end up raising uh i ended up me raising uh Nine thousand four hundred thirty-five in total, and uh, the cash contributions were eighteen thousand four hundred eighty-five. That is wonderful, Auntie Avril. I love to hear these stories. I love to talk to these kidpreneurs in action, Zaria Bins and Traquan Akon. You guys are such an inspiration. So we want to hear what's next for you guys. You're now heading into high school, into seventh grade, first form. Tell us what, what are your plans? What do you see for your future? We're going to start with Zaria. 
Well, what I see to accomplish what I have accomplished in primary school. And going forward, I want to help inspire others, get my future occupation, and just be a great trendsetter for everyone. Wonderful. Trequan, what about you? What are your what are your plans for high school? I plan to be the best person I am and I hope the things I've done in the past has uh, left a huge impact on others and uh, well infected them to do great things for their past schools and well be thankful for everything that has happened to them. And this, I also got one more thing. The sure, second yard sale, it ended July 23rd, and I got 71,250 from it. Fantastic. No, Trequan and Zara, you guys are so inspirational. So, Trequan, tell us, you're going you're gonna to go to high school, you have all these great plans. What what about the future? Do you, do you see yourself in a particular career path, a particular profession? What are you aspiring to become? I plan to become a soldier and a YouTuber. And a YouTuber, okay. <laughs> I think that is that's popular right now. My seven-year-old son has a YouTube channel and he wants to be a YouTuber too. So my, my son is into Roblox and those kind of things. What, what type of um, YouTuber will you be? Um, I would do vlogs. I would have a gaming channel. Gaming. And maybe if other like soldiers like me want like tutorials and stuff like that, I would post videos like that. Fabulous. So, so it's two in one. You're going to be a soldier YouTuber. I absolutely love it. That's awesome. Zaria, what about you? Where? What are your future plans? What do you want to become? Um, I have three um, aspects which I'm going for. Um, one is either to be a chef, the second one either to be a veterinarian, or the third one to own my own business, which I think I can do up. I could own my business, or my own a restaurant, so being a chef and still being a veterinarian on the side. Absolutely, and you've already, you're off to a great start because you already have a signature banana bread that everybody wants to buy you have your your juices your family punch that everybody knows about so you already have two great items that you can start off with and then the wonderful thing is you have a social media platform where you can actually continue to promote and grow your range and your menu options so that's wonderful yeah and you can't have a love for animals because you want to be a vet yeah, yeah, and Nicole, I think it's amazing, and I think as I as I listen to both um, both of them speak, I'm thinking, okay, non traditional. Uh, they also have non traditional occupations, and I and I love it. I love it. Follow your passion and your purpose. Don't follow the occupation. The passion and the purpose will take you into the direction that you're supposed to go. You know, it's amazing. You guys inspire me. And you've done so well. And I'm sure your primary school is really proud of you. 
So keep going, keep going. I'm sure you're going to be making an impact in high school to a positive impact based on what we've learned about you today. Absolutely. It's so exciting and really wonderful. So if there are other kids or parents who are listening with us tonight and they want to know they have a child who's interested in business, a child interested in baking, a child interested in fundraising, what would you what would you say to them, Jaquan? I would tell them to do their best and uh, don't let because of it that uh, you feel stressed out or um, it just ruins your life or anything like that. If there's any problems, I think you should always try to do your best, but just know that you're only a human being and you make mistakes and if something goes wrong, you can always try to make it right, but you have to know your limits sometimes. That's such good advice. Zaria, what about you? What would you say to a young young person who's listening now, who has a business idea, who's probably interested in doing some fundraising, maybe inspired by your story, wanting to do some fundraising for their school to help get COVID-19 supplies? What would you say to them? If you want to, something that um, is going to change your future, objective future, just go for it. You can, you can't listen to what others is going to say because sometimes others' opinions don't really matter. Yes. Um, I'd want to share a quote that says, a great accomplishment shouldn't be the end of the road, just a starting point for the next leap forward. Oh, I love that. Can you Can you share that again and tell us who it's by? A great accomplishment shouldn't be the end of the road, just a starting point for the next leap forward. And it's by Harvey McCaw. Wow, that's wonderful. I'm going to use that one. Thank you for sharing that. Auntie Everett, anything we want to ask is these two inspirational kidpreneurs mm. before we go? No, they've, they've been amazing. I've, I've learned a lot and I'm really, really proud of them to say the least. That's wonderful. So to your family and friends, what would you like to say? And those who supported you? Zaria, you can go. I would like to say thank you for everything. Um, thank you for not like pushing me away and saying that, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. What instead, trying to help and figure out ideas and ways to help me. And I would just like to say, have a good day. And I hope to see each and every one of you guys soon. Awesome. And one thing before before we go from you, Zari, I wanted to ask, and um, I didn't get a chance to ask it earlier, what was probably your biggest challenge? What was the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome when you, when you started out doing the project? The biggest hurdle I had, I had to go through is balancing schoolwork with the project, having to find time to filling the order for the banana bread and stuff we were getting, plus having to complete homework and stuff on time. Right. How did you manage to do that, to balance the time? By creating a timetable and having specific times where I had schoolwork and the project. What time would they want their orders and stuff like that? And with the help of my family, sometimes they'd complete one order while I'll complete schoolwork. 
Wonderful, wonderful. So time management is so important in these kinds of things. Trequan, what about you? What was the biggest challenge for you? It was really about the schoolwork and the homework and the, the time I have to submit it and all that stuff. Mm, the and again, how did you how did you manage your um, your time? Did you use a timetable like Zario? Yes, um, sometimes I see if the assignment needs to be submitted at a, at a specific time. And based on that time, I would go out and uh, after school, I would go out and uh, sell the raffle tickets and do everything to the project. Wow, that's amazing. And what would you say to those who supported you on this entrepreneurial journey thus far? I would like to say thank you and uh, thank you for being such a great inspiration and for welding me into being the person I am today and for everything that you've done for me. Wonderful. Zaria Bins, 12 years old. Trequan Akon, 12 years old, former head girl and deputy head boy of John Rollins Success Primary School, Montego Bay, Jamaica. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. It was a pleasure speaking to both of you. We have learned so much about your fundraising, small businesses that you created and established to help your school to get the much needed COVID-19 supplies. And we know that you're gonna have much success in the future. You both have natu are natural entrepreneurs. You came up with a number of different ideas and initiatives to raise the money. And not only did you exceed your targets, um, you know, you both uh, create, you even ended up creating another initiative of helping families to get their kids um, into school who are having um, struggling to pay school fees. So we just applaud you. We're so proud of you. We say congratulations to you, to your families. You spoke about your families being so supportive and it's always wonderful to have supportive family, um, you know, who have your back and are always there for you. So congrats, guys, and we wish you all the best in high school and with the next chapter of your lives, okay? Congrats, guys, and as we say on Entrepreneurs in Action, keep dreaming.